0: Hi, this is Living Truth with Dr. Ferdinand Uweke, coordinator of Eternity Ministries. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The freedom you experience is tied to the truth that you know. On Living Truth, you will encounter God's truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Living Truth is life-changing truth, holistic truth, balanced truth. For books and messages from Dr. Ferdinand and Eternity Ministries, visit our website www.eternityministries.org and www.FerdinandWake.com And now, here's Dr. Ferdinand with today's message.
1: Hi, my name is Dr. Ferdinand wecke and I am your host on Living Truth. I'd like to thank you for joining me on today's edition of Living Truth. Now, um, uh, I coordinate a ministry called Eternity Ministries and at Eternity Ministries, our goal is to live with eternity in view, to maximize calvary and then to raise other people to do the same you see we realize that everything does not end in this world and we must live in such a way that when time gives way to eternity you know we will stand before god and be accepted in his presence and be received into his everlasting kingdom the lord the scripture says if only in this life we have hope in christ we are of all people most miserable. So everything does not end here. And at Eternity Ministries, we want to live a life that is conscious of that reality. And then we also desire that, you know, we maximize the price that Jesus paid by first of all benefiting from all the finished work that he accomplished and then helping other people to also enjoy what Jesus has paid for them. And then we like to train and equip other people uh, to the same end. So Eternity Ministries is not a church and our goal is not to make you a member of a church but to equip you with the life and uh, the grace that you need to live a victorious life and to maximize your destiny as well as to be a blessing to other people. God bless you. Amen. Uh, Now, we've been looking at the Kingdom series and we have established the meaning of a kingdom. What is a kingdom? We have seen that a kingdom is different from other forms of government. A kingdom has a king a kingdom is not a democracy. God, our father, is not a president. He's a king. He's not a democrat. Uh, He is the ruler of all the heavens and the earth that he created by his sovereign will and authority and he rules over all. We have seen several things about the kingdom. We have seen what happens when there is no king and how people live when a king is not in place we have also seen that when a king arrives everything changes and we have seen that the Lord Jesus Christ told us to pray that the kingdom will come and the will of God will be done on earth as it is in heaven Now, we've also spent some time to look at the benefits of kingdom citizenship. You see, there are benefits of belonging to a kingdom and those benefits are available to kingdom citizens who walk in the light of what the king has commanded and they do the will of the king. And those benefits, we must always remember them because if we forget them, then we are not enjoying Uh, what the king has provided for us we have even taken time to look at you know when you pray kingdom praying and we have established that in a kingdom we don't pray like you know other people pray we we have priorities in our prayer including our king and his kingdom and all of that comes way before give us this day our daily bread and the rest of our needs which of course the king wants to supply but which cannot take priority over the king and his own interest. Now in today's uh, edition of Living Truth, we are looking at kingdom lifestyle, the kingdom lifestyle. And I like to read the scripture from the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 and 18. Ephesians chapter four, verses 17 and 18. He says, "So I tell you this, and I insist on it in the Lord." that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Brother Paul is writing to the Ephesians and he says to them, I'm telling you this and I insist on it in the Lord. You must no longer live as the rest of the people do. They walk in the futility, the vanity of their minds, of their own thinking. They make up their minds from their own thinking, what to do, what is right. They use their thinking, warped and perverted and corrupted as their thinking is, they use that as the basis of their decision-making and the basis of their actions. Their reasoning, which of course is darkened because of the ignorance that is in them, they use that reasoning to now determine what they are going to do. And of course, such a lifestyle cannot be correct. Now, but Paul says to these believers, he said, you must no longer live like that. The reason is because you are now in a new kingdom and you must cultivate a different lifestyle. So, our kingdom lifestyle, first of all, is consequent upon our change of nature. We are no longer what we used to be. When you become a member of the kingdom of God, scripture says, when a man is in Christ, when a woman is in Christ, all things have passed away. All things have become new. You now have a new nature. So, and a new nature mandates a new lifestyle. Our kingdom lifestyle is consequent upon our relocation into a new kingdom. Scripture says that God has relocated us. He has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and he has translated or relocated, conveyed and transferred us into the kingdom of his son, his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood. So, you see, we have been relocated from one kingdom into another kingdom. So, we cannot continue to behave in the new kingdom in the same way that we used to behave while we were in the old kingdom. So, you see, a new nature mandates a new lifestyle, but also a new location mandates a new lifestyle, a new kingdom. Uh, makes it compulsory that we cultivate a new lifestyle. We cannot live the way we used to live in the futility of our minds, doing whatever pleases us because now we are in a new kingdom. Also, our kingdom lifestyle is mandated by the fact that we have a new master we have a new king. The Bible says in those days when there was no king in Israel, everybody did what was right in their own eyes. But you see, in these days, the king has arrived and we can no longer continue to do what is right in our own eyes. Now we are going to do what is right in the sight of the king. The kingdom lifestyle distinguishes kingdom citizens from non-citizens you see a major reason why we live as kingdom citizens is because our lifestyle makes us different it shows that we are different now see the point here if we are if we claim that we are members of the kingdom of light and we live as citizens of the kingdom of darkness you can see that there's a disconnect between our claims and our lifestyle. So the life of kingdom citizens immediately shows that no, these people are different. These people, they belong to a different kingdom. In fact, that's the kind of thing that uh, Ahasuerus was told, if you remember, uh, in the book of Esther, when Haman was going to, you know, conspire against the Jews. He says to the king, he said, there is a people in your kingdom, their their lifestyle is different. Their custom is different. They behave in a different way. So you see, even though the Jews were part of the Persian kingdom, their lifestyle was different because they were God's chosen people. And it marked them out. It distinguished them. You see, one of the major problems we are facing now is, is Christians, believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, whose practical everyday lifestyle is not different from that of an unbeliever. Now imagine that I claim that I'm a preacher, I claim that I'm a Christian, I claim that I'm a servant of God, I claim that I go to church, but I am not different from my neighbor from a different religion or from my neighbor who is who doesn't even believe in God. You know, they curse and I curse. Uh, they sleep around with people who are they are not married to. You know, and I'm doing the same. They, they tell lies and I'm telling lies. They cheat. They falsify figures in the office. And then me, who claims to be a kingdom citizen, I'm also changing figures. Now, they swear and they curse. And and that's also the way I live. They watch pornography. They watch all kinds of terrible films. And then I myself, who claim that I'm a a citizen of God's kingdom, I am doing that. Uh, They have hatred and they plan out to kill other people and me too i have hatred and i'm cursing and hating people now of course something we say no 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 these your claims are not correct because you are living like them you are probably one of them so you see our lifestyle as kingdom citizens distinguishes us from other people who are non-citizens and it proves that we are genuine kingdom citizens you see, our lifestyle confirms that no, these people are God's children because they are different and their life proven by their character and their behavior is different from the lifestyle of the world. You see, if we call ourselves believers and we are doing what everybody else does and our lifestyle is not different, we are deceiving ourselves, we are not telling the truth. And whatever change we claim has taken place in our lives becomes very questionable. Now, this kingdom lifestyle is enforced by the king. Are you following that? It's enforced. The kingdom enforces the lifestyle so if somebody does not live according to that kingdom lifestyle then of course you are going contrary to the rules that have already been set up by the king and this kingdom lifestyle is the standard of life for all believers and all kingdom citizens revealed in the bible the word of god you see, you're going to see that throughout scripture, the Bible commands believers how to live, how to, how to do things, how to conduct themselves while they are in this world. Proving that even though they are in this world, they are not citizens of this passing, perishing, confused, deceived world. They are citizens of another kingdom. So this kingdom lifestyle, we also see it clearly encapsulated and spelt out in the sermon on the mount that the lord jesus christ taught you're going to find this in the book of matthew chapter 5 chapter 6 chapter 7 and indeed all through the teachings of our lord and savior jesus christ you see the lifestyle of the kingdom very clearly outlined and the test of all it is a lifestyle that is shown by the beatitudes uh, you know This is found in Matthew chapter 5 from verses 1 down to about, you know, 11, 12, 13, and 14 when he began to talk about the life of salt and light. So, the lifestyle of a kingdom citizen is the lifestyle of salt and light. So, the Lord Jesus Christ said, you are the salt of the earth. You are the salt of the earth. So, if you are salt... And then the salt loses its saltiness. Then Jesus said, how can it be salted? It is useless now and it must be cast out. And of course, it is trampled over by people. And salt has certain qualities. Salt has its own life. You see, there is something in salt that makes it to behave like salt. That's what Jesus is saying. There is some, in fact, in one scripture, it said, have salt in yourself. In other words, let that cutting edge, that saltiness, let it be present in your life to show that you are actually the salt of the earth. And that salt, of course, we have certain qualities and certain characteristics. And if you taste it and it doesn't taste like salt, obviously it probably is not salt. In the same way, if you encounter it and it doesn't look like Christ, it is probably not a Christian. It's not a child of God. And the word Christian, of course, means Christ-like, little Christ, looking like Christ. So, it is the lifestyle of light. Light that shines in the darkness. mm? And the darkness cannot comprehend or apprehend that life and that lifestyle. So, this kingdom lifestyle is the mark of kingdom citizens. mm? So, you hear the Lord Jesus Christ say throughout the Sermon on the Mount. He says, you have heard that it was said to those of old time. And then he says, but I say to you. You see, what is happening there is that we are hearing the voice of the king bringing the realities of the new kingdom. So, the king is saying, this is the way you used to hear it before, but now I am saying this to you. So, of course, what the king said establishes our lifestyle and how we are to behave. So, in effect, what he's saying is all things are passed away. Those things you used to hear before now, they are no longer, you know, uh, uh, you know the... Simple expectations, the bar is higher now because you are in a new and different kingdom. Now, an unacceptable lifestyle in the kingdom can lead to ejection from that kingdom or varying degrees of punishment, including death or banishment. There are certain things that, if someone does them in the kingdom, that person is in danger because the king can take action. And so, we are looking at kingdom lifestyle, and I'd like you to know, child of God, Uh, that there is a way to live as a citizen of God's eternal kingdom. And we are going to continue to look at that when we come back uh, after the break. Don't go away because these announcements coming now, they will be very useful to you.
0: God bless you. Hi. This is Living Truth with Dr. Ferdinand Uweke, coordinator of Eternity Ministries. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The freedom you experience is tied to the truth that you know. On Living Truth, you will encounter God's truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Living Truth is life-changing truth, holistic truth, balanced truth. For books and messages from Doctor Ferdinand and Eternity Ministries, visit our website www.eternityministries.org and www.FerdinandWake.com Doctor Ferdinand will be back after this short break. I
1: see this in
2: Join Dr. Ferdinand and other servants of God for Living Truth Life every last Sunday of the month. Brace up for life-changing teachings, prayers, and ministrations. Dr. Ferdinand is not a church pastor, but a teacher of God's Word. You will be nourished with the Word and equipped to maximize your destiny. Venue, Block 13, Flat 2, Spring Valley Estate, Opposite Arco Estate, Airport Road, Abuja. Time is 4 p.m. For books, CDs, and other materials, visit our office at Block 13, Flat 2, Spring Valley Estate, Opposite Arco Estate. State Airport Road, Abuja. Listen to Dr. Ferdinand online at our website www.eternityministries.org that is www.eternityministries.org or call 081-066-06076 that is 076 Dr. Ferdinand welcomes a partnership to help spread the solid truth of God's word and to keep living truth on the air. Call now zero eight one zero six six zero six zero seven six or email
1: fettand.newwiiki at gmail.com. Okay, welcome back to uh, Living Truth, and uh, you know this teaching that we are going through, uh, which we call Kingdom Lifestyle. Just a couple of uh, things, and then we get back into the teaching. I'd like to hear from you, please. If you have a question or you have uh, a, some need for counseling, please feel free to use the information provided, uh, you know, by my announcer, you know, to reach me, and it will be my joy to connect with you. And then also, don't forget, we have detailed teachings on you know on the kingdom and several other aspects of you know kingdom life and kingdom lifestyle are available and please use the contact information provided to connect with us so that you can benefit from uh, those materials now we've been looking at kingdom lifestyle and we have established that our lifestyle as kingdom citizens cannot be the same as that of those who are not kingdom citizens. Our life distinguishes us because we are salt and we are light. Light is different from darkness so we cannot continue to walk in darkness and then claim to be citizens of God's eternal kingdom. We have a new king so now that we have a new master we cannot behave according to the dictates of our former master. Now we're in a new kingdom, so we can not live as if we're in the old place. We have a new nature, so we cannot behave like an, an old life. And that is why in the kingdom, we are now told that there are certain things we have to put off and other things we have to put on. But before I get into that, I'd like you to remember that unacceptable lifestyles within a kingdom can lead to ejection from that kingdom. There are certain things that if you do inside the kingdom, you can, you can go to prison. You, you can actually lose your liberty. You can even be executed. In fact, in the book of Ezra chapter seven, verse 26, this scripture is very powerful because it talks about what happens in a kingdom. And this statement was made by the king, uh, uh, ruling over you know, the territory at that time. And he says, whoever, this is Ezra seven twenty six. whoever will not observe the law of your God and the law of the king. Anybody who will not practice what the king has established as the lifestyle for citizens within his kingdom. He said, let judgment be executed speedily on such a person, whether it be death or banishment or confiscation of goods or imprisonment is anybody who is going to stay inside the kingdom and the person will not do what the king said the person will live according to what he decides and just use his mind you know like we read in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17 you know the futility of him by saying forget about the king what did he say I don't care about that this is what I want to do this is what I feel like doing the king said anybody who will do that inside the kingdom he said, let judgment be executed speedily on such a person. In other words, you don't even delay it. It has to be executed because you can't come into a kingdom and then disrupt the order established by the king. It's either you belong or you or You leave. So, Jesus is not looking for people that will come into, you know, his church and become members of his body and then change the Bible. No, he's looking for citizens who will be subjects of their king by a correct nature within and a correct lifestyle that they practice uh, in the way they live. So, the judgment includes, you know, death. It also includes you know, banishment. That means, drive the person away from the benefits and from, you know, the resources of the king and his kingdom. Confiscation of goods. Collect everything that belongs to him. Remove any blessing, any, and these things are happening to people in the body of Christ. They are goods. They are blessing. What God wants to do for them is being confiscated. Why is that? Because they are not listening to the king. Huh? and he says or imprisonment put the person in, in you know a lot of people are in bondage and they are looking for all kinds of deliverance ministers to pray miracle prayer that will set them free i want you to listen my dear friend the greatest deliverance that you can enjoy in a kingdom is to listen to what the king has said until you listen to the king you cannot be free you cannot walk in liberty men of god can pray they can shout we can even fast all of those things will not, will not change the situation of somebody who will not listen to the king. So genuine deliverance begins with genuine repentance, a willingness to listen to the king. It also begins with the renewal of our minds to receive information and the instruction that the king has given to us. That is how we will walk in liberty. You say, I will walk at liberty because I seek your precepts. So the kingdom lifestyle requires that we put off and we put on. You read that in the book of Ephesians. It's a put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, the old life that is corrupt according to deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Then he says, you put on the new man, which is created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. So you see, there are things to put off. What do we put off? We put off the works of the flesh. In Galatians chapter 5, but Paul was writing to the Galatians, he said, the life of that old nature, they are very clear. What that old nature does is very clear. And then he began to list those things. He says, things like adultery, things like sexual immorality. You cannot claim to be a kingdom citizen and you are living in sexual immorality. And then say everybody is doing it. You see the point? If everybody is doing it, it's because they are not citizens of the kingdom. Uh, If you are not married to somebody and you are sleeping with such a person, it shows that you are not a citizen of the kingdom. Because the real question is, what did the king say about what you are doing? It's not a question of are other people doing it. The question is, what did the king say? So, all kinds of things hatred, you know, discord, jealousy, anger, rage, malice, you know, all of these things, he said we should put them away. The acts of the sinful nature, uh, drug abuse, hatred, jealousy, anger, angry outburst. He said, put it away, repent from them, and remove them from your mind and from your lifestyle. Selfish and. Faction, conflict, drunkenness, wild party. Can you imagine a kingdom citizen sitting down, you are drinking alcohol with other people and you are a citizen of the kingdom. Is that what the king said? You are drinking this alcohol, you are watching all kinds of films, you are cheating people, you have hatred in your mind. No, 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 no. That is not according to the new lifestyle that you are supposed to cultivate as a citizen of the kingdom. So what did he say? He said, put them away. Why? He said, because I've told you in the time past and I'm telling you again that those who do those kind of things, people that live like that will not inherit the kingdom of God. Why would they not inherit the kingdom? Because their life shows that they are not citizens of the kingdom. The things they are doing shows that they are not citizens of the kingdom. And we, God does not want us to live like that. So we put off those things and then we put on new things. You understand? We put on, you know, the correct attitude. We put on a life that honors God. We put on, you know, character that pleases God. So you see in the Beatitudes that the Lord Jesus Christ taught us. He said we should put on things like mercy, purity of heart. There are all kinds of things. We are now living to please God. We are not living to please ourselves. We are cultivating the fruit of the Spirit. Things like love, joy. And love is not lust. Mm? It's love that is pure. Joy, peace, patience. We are patient with people. We show kindness practical goodness. Jesus said, let people see your good. Say let your light so shine before people. That they will see your good deeds, not your good sermon. Of course, we are going to preach. But if we are preaching and our lifestyle does not confirm what we are preaching, obviously, there is a disconnect and our sermon and our ministry will not make much impact. Goodness, a life that is pure, a life that is honest, a life that pleases God. This is the kingdom lifestyle. We are cultivating holiness. Why is that so? Because our king is holy. We show forgiveness because our king, you know, forgive us. We are kingdom citizens and we are living a lifestyle that pleases the king. So, you see, my friend, this is not a message of condemnation. It's a message of instruction to show us that now that we are kingdom citizens, we have to live the life of kingdom citizens. We have to cultivate the character, the lifestyle, of people that belong to the everlasting king. Now, if there are areas that we are falling short, the grace of God is available to us. And if you have not yet received Jesus as your king, you can do that right away uh, at this point. Just pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart as my Lord and my savior. I receive you as my king from now and forever. Thank you, Jesus Jesus amen and if you are falling short in any ways just ask the king to forgive you father in the name of jesus we receive forgiveness and now we receive grace and strength and ability to cultivate this kingdom lifestyle and to live in a way that pleases you in jesus name amen thank you very much for being with me on this edition of uh, Living Truth. And I welcome your partnership in keeping Living Truth on the air. We do not compel people to give money, but of course, money is required for the gospel, but God loves a cheerful giver. So uh, as the Lord moves you, please do get across and we welcome your support uh, to keep Living Truth on the air. Uh, so ne- until next time when I bring you another edition of Living Truth, this is your host, Brother Ferdinand encouraging you to live a life that glorifies our King. God bless you.
0: Thank you for joining us on Living Truth today. We believe you've been blessed. Connect with Dr. Ferdinand on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dr. Ferdinand Wicked. That is Facebook.com slash Dr. Ferdinand Wicked. Or call 0808-793-5270. That is 0808-793-5270. Or visit our website, www.EternityMinistries.org and www.FerdinandNweke.com for more resources and to sign up to our Living Truth Podcast. Until next week, when we bring to you another edition of Living Truth, don't forget, the bigger God gets in your eyes, the tinier your mountains become.